You're listening to 91.9 KVCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KVCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Jessica. So the first topic to discuss The couple whose gender reveal stunt set off a deadly forest fire in 2020 has been sentenced after pleading guilty to related criminal charges. So what's the update? Yes, the couple Refugio Manuel Jimenez Jr. and Angelina Jimenez used illegal fireworks for the gender reveal, a smoke bomb that was supposed to appear pink or blue to signify the gender of the child. They have each reached a plea deal with the San Bernardino County District Attorney's Office. The husband pled guilty to felony involuntary manslaughter for the death of a firefighter and two felony counts of recklessly causing a fire of an inhabited structure for that September 2020 El Dorado fire around Oak Glen. Refugio Jimenez was sentenced to a year in county jail, two years of felony probation, and 200 hours of community service. He took responsibility for causing the fire that killed U.S. Forest Service firefighter Charlie Morton, who became trapped by a wall of flames as the fire burned more than 22,000 acres of wildland. The El Dorado fire also destroyed five homes and damaged four others and forced people to evacuate their homes in Mountain Home Village, Forest Falls, Angeles Oaks, Oak Glen, Barton Flats, and Seven Oaks. Angelina Jimenez was sentenced to one year of probation and 400 hours of community service. She pled guilty to three misdemeanor counts of recklessly causing a fire on another person's property. And I understand the couple was also ordered to pay restitution. Yes, nearly $1.8 million in restitution for the damage their careless act caused. They used the smoke bomb in El Dorado Ranch Park in Yucaipa on a hot, windy day. And when the dry grass caught fire, they weren't prepared to put it out and it just took off. The fire burned for about two months. Well, hopefully this tragedy serves as a cautionary tale and people will think twice about lighting any type of devices that could ignite forest fires. And the former police officer who killed a disabled man and wounded the man's parents in a Corona Costco in 2019 won't be retried after a jury deadlocked on the charges against him. Right. Salvador Alejandro Sanchez was fired by the Los Angeles Police Department after he shot 32-year-old Kenneth French after French hit him while the two stood in line to get sausage samples at the Corona Costco on June 14, 2019. French's parents, who were with him, were also hit by some of the 10 shots that Sanchez fired because he said he thought French had shot him while Sanchez had his toddler son in his arms. The Riverside County District Attorney declined to prosecute, so the state attorney general took the case. But last month, the jury hearing the case deadlocked on all three charges, one count of involuntary manslaughter and two counts of assault with a firearm. Sanchez's lawyer and the attorney general's office both announced that the state prosecutors have decided not to retry him because, the defense lawyer said, most of the jurors were inclined to acquit. The vote was reportedly 9-3 to in favor of acquittal on the manslaughter charge and also leaning toward acquittal on the assault with a firearm charges. And wasn't there also a civil suit filed against Sanchez? Yes, the parents sued both Sanchez and Los Angeles PD for wrongful death. 
and a federal jury awarded the Frenches $17 million because they said Sanchez was acting as a police officer when he shot the family, although he was off duty at the time. And the 2022 survey of which Inland Empire cities have the most warehouses has been updated. Who is in the lead now? Right. Well, once again, number one is Ontario. So the Riverside Environmental Consultant who did the survey in 2022 updated it last year, and he found that Ontario is still number one when it comes to square footage covered by giant warehouses. But the number two spot changed. The previous survey had Moreno Valley at number 11, and now it's second in the most square footage of warehouses. Driven mostly by that controversial World Logistics Center that we've talked about so many times, which will have 40.6 million square feet of warehouses when it's built out. The environmental consultant, Mike McCarthy, said he used a different approach this time, not only counting warehouses that have already been built, but also those in the development pipeline, and looking not just at cities, but also unincorporated areas. McCarthy said that what surprised him with the new study was that the biggest increases were in Riverside County, perhaps reflecting that San Bernardino County is becoming more built out. Okay, drum roll. What are the top 10 cities with the highest warehouse square footage? Okay, number one, Ontario. Number two, Moreno Valley. Number three, Fontana. Number four, March Joint Powers Authority. That controls the land around March Air Reserve Base. Number five, Paris. Number six, Rialto. Number seven, Chino. Number eight, Hurupa Valley. Number nine, Beaumont. And number 10, Rancho Cucamonga. It doesn't seem like warehouse construction is going to slow down anytime soon in this region. No, it sure doesn't sound like it. And lastly, the Banning City Council has appointed someone to fill out the term of a councilman who resigned late last year. Right. According to the Banning Record Gazette, Councilman Ruben Gonzalez resigned in December and the council initially was going to leave the seat vacant until the next election, but the city missed the deadline to get the office on the March 5th primary ballot. So the council decided it had to fill the vacancy before the November election, which would be the next opportunity to get it before voters without the expense of a special election. So after interviewing five applicants this past week, the council on a split vote picked former councilman David Happ. Two council members voted in favor of appointing him, one voted against, and the fourth abstained. But due to a quirk in local rules and procedures, the abstention counted as a vote in favor. So Hap lost his bid for re-election to the seat in 2022 by just 17 votes, but the council member who voted against the appointment, Sherry Flynn, said when you add in the votes for a third candidate in that election, two-thirds of voters in his district voted against Hap. Flynn said if the council had acted within the time frame to get the vacancy on the March 5th ballot, the voters would have been able to pick the candidate of their choice rather than the council picking who would fill the vacancy. So one of the other applicants for the vacancy actually went to court seeking a temporary restraining order to prevent the city from making the appointment, but the court rejected the restraining order and an appeals court declined to hear the case, so the council went ahead and made the appointment. Yeah, it seems like we often see councils and other public entities opt for an appointment to avoid that high special election cost. 
except just in Temecula Valley, where they could not reach a consensus. And we are going to see a special election for Danny Gonzalez's seat. Yeah, the cost of a special election is always a stumbling block. So councils like to pair it with a regular election if they can. And as you say, sometimes they can't agree on an appointee. Well, thank you so much, Cassie. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap. And these reports are posted at kbcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell, KBCR News.